This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Shouldn't you be at work? It's a lovely chip! Oh, it's a brilliant goal from Lord Bohinen! Still it's not away. Southgate shot. Milosevic scores. DPR could do with a bit of magic from him. Maybe this is it. It is! Andy Sinton from nothing. Brian Roy has headed for his interlead. Whelan. Oh, what a goal from Noah Whelan. No power on it whatsoever. But Taibbi has made a horrendous error. Now, you know him better than anybody, probably. Do you back him to score quickly, yes or no? Yes. Oh, he hasn't. No. Hello and welcome to Quickly Kevin Will He Score. I'm Chris Gold. Joining me, Josh Widdicombe. Hello. And some say he's the only man who actually rates Sabutio. It's Michael Marden. Hello. Low blow to start the episode, Mike. Yeah, really, really cheap shot. Roll with the punches, mate. Uh, thank you for your response to the uh, non-90s episodes. Um, unprecedented. We will get to that at some point soon. But before that, correspondence. You've got mail. So, I don't know if you remember this, but... Um, this is in honour of uh, the last episode where we talked about um, doing a non-90s episode. I could have saved this for then, but I feel it's it's a fun thing that really set our correspondence alight. People have sent us their players they think are 90s players that are playing in the present day. Ooh. Okay, so thank you to everyone who sent these in. Um, I do apologise uh, if I don't get to read your name out. Our list of players who are from the present day but should have played in the 90s is as followed. Crystal Palace goalkeeper in tracksuit trousers, Gabor Corrali. I think each time you have to say whether you're accepting it or rejecting it. Crystal Palace goalkeeper who plays in tracksuit trousers, Gabor Corrali. Accept. Accept. Martin Di Michaelis. Too exotic for me, rejected. Too exotic, rejected. David Nugent. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 100%. 100% for David Nugent. Uh, Lewis Dunk of Brighton. Oh, definitely, yeah. Aaron Moy of Huddersfield. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any of that Huddersfield team. Harry Maguire. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Old fashioned. Robert Snodgrass. <laughs> yes. Yeah. More, actually, no, 80s. 
<laughs> can I just say I met Robert Snodgrass last week and uh, he had the most manicured hands I've ever soft cold like hands so, really soft like yeah. he'd never done days never expect that of a Scotsman uh, Peter Odenwengi oh is he not 90s is he not of course he isn't and not 90s Yossi Ben Ayoun yeah. oh, he feels idea. very 90s yeah. doesn't he and finally, Ragnar Clavan of Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fun game that. If you've got any more, do yeah. send them in. Uh, hello at quicklykevin.com. I was expecting Vincent Janssen to come up. Yeah, that's a shame. Uh, do you want one more? Yeah. About the launch of a derby kit. This is from Oliver Wilson. I thought I'd draw your attention to an incredible kit reveal from the 1996-97 season. Set the scene. Derby County are riding high after securing promotion to the Premier League under Jim Smith. And as with the start of any season, it's time to reveal a new set of replica shirts. Whilst it's fairly standard to have players posing in various positions to showcase it, Derby went down a slightly different route as their purple away kit was launched with a picture of Igor Stimac, Marco Gabbiadini, Ashley Ward and DC Tosh Lines from the Bill. <laughs> Actor Kevin Lloyd. Sure, the kit flew off the shelves as Chris across Derby wanted to emulate their crime-fighting hero. Surprisingly, he never did make an appearance for the team. The photo is attached. It's an astonishing photo. What? It's four players and then DC Josh Lyons <laughs> from the bill. Josh Lyons? <laughs> he stood in full Derby kit, away kit, foot on a ball in a classic kind of 1920s pose with his arms folded, next to Marco Gabbiadini. Uh, Igor Stimac and Ashley Ward. Are you wow. sure? Are you sure he's not a precursor to that prankster who would uh, sneak onto the pitch? <laughs> and get it's an astonishing photo. How does that? Well, happen? obviously, tweet it out. Is he a Derby fan? Do you think? He must or be. Like he must a, be a, a Derby, like a Derby fan. native. It's mad, isn't it? Absolutely brilliant. If you've got any more, um, you know, photos like that, we had the Mark Walters one with Jim McDonald. Any more soap stars involved in uh, yeah. in football? Then. Like all correspondence, this is how you get in touch. Get in touch with the show. Email hello at quicklykevin.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at quicklykevin. And sign up to the mailing list at quicklykevin.com. Right. Today we are deciding our best and worst goals of the 90s. Chris, start us off. So we're each going to talk about our worst and best goals. I will go first. My worst goal of the 90s, very simple. We felt this way in the recent World Cup, scoring too early. You have all that excitement, but you know this is way too early. This is not the script, how the script needs to be. I refer, of course, my worst goal is Alan Shearer in the semi-final against Germany in Euro 96. And welcome to Wembley taken by Gascoigne, here it comes now, and a goal, England have scored! Alan Shearer from the flick on, great start from the home team. That corner, three or four minutes in, I can't remember exactly when it was, way too early, we go in front, yeah, the pandemonium, to score a goal, we haven't it? settled into the game yet, and we're essentially on the back foot. Do you think... I, like that's the two semi-finals we've scored after basically after five minutes and you know it just throws your game plan off it's not it's not a good thing like Trippier scoring that goal you know now now we don't know what to do because we're definitely not going to go for a second that Euro 90 that the worst goal the worst thing we could have done four minutes into the game is Alan Shearer score that he needed to be scoring that in 70 minutes 
keep it tight at the back. We were too flushed with confidence. It all went to our heads. We yeah, could see that trophy. See that. Alan Shearer destroyed the Euro 96 dream when he scored that goal. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't have done anything worse. Best goal? And the best goal, quite simply. So, like, we, we talk about how the 90s changed football and how it became popular culture. Before David Beckham scored that goal against oh. Wimbledon from the halfway line, I'm pretty sure Loaded Magazine didn't exist. There was no Oasis. You had no Ladettes. There was no Sarah Cox. There was no Denise Van Outen. When Beckham scored that goal, suddenly football became popular culture. Girls, for the first time, who didn't like football had pictures of footballers on their wall. Think about it. There was no one had a picture of Vinnie Samways of like Darren Anderton there were no footballing heartthrobs before David Jamie Beckham Jamie Redknapp <laughs> Ian Walker Lee Sharp so what you're saying is that Neil Sullivan's poor positioning is responsible for Look, an entire it, era it was going to happen in a culture. moment anyway but when David Beckham lobbed that everybody talked about it there's your new Spice Boy it's David Beckham the looks the curtains the elegance and but if I did have to, if one thing he did badly when he scores that goal, the flop is absolutely disgusting. And Beckham saw Sullivan off his line. Oh, that is absolutely phenomenal. What an astonishing goal by David Beckham from the halfway line. Sullivan couldn't get back. Well, you might expect Eric Cantona to do that, but he would have admired it. David Beckham, surely an England player of the future, scores a goal that will be talked about and replayed for years. I'm going to go worst goal. I've written it down. David Beckham's not the answer. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Although I'm tempted now to change it because he's reminded me of the semi-final of the England-Germany to Andreas Moller scoring the penalty. Uh, the, but I will go Beckham against Wimbledon. A, long shots are hugely overrated because you've just got to hit one thing right. It's not like a team goal. Right. You've just got to hit the ball lucky. Secondly, and I like David Beckham a lot, but I think his reputation for being a bit smug comes from that the smugness the smile, of the, that yeah. smile on that celebration that says... Uh, you know, he seems like a very nice bloke, David Beckham, in the subsequent 20 years. But that smugness kind of articulates the problem that people have with perceiving Beckham for the next 10 years. I wonder if that goal was a sliding doors moment. That's the sort of thing that Alex Ferguson despised. He hated that type of thing, that showmanship. If that doesn't go in or he blasts it over and he doesn't make as big a sort of an announcement on the scene... Does he marry Posh Spice? Does he does he move to Real <laughs> yeah. Madrid? You know? Does Fergie sub him off Fine straight margins. after having done that? Yeah. 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 yeah but I actually is, is Ben Thornley this parallel universe is David Beckham. Yeah. But, you know, if, if he know those the odds of what would happen if he missed that, fair play to him for trying it. Surely it's even even better yeah, goal given what was at risk. He missed it. Oh, he went all in with that. Swing for the fences. Don't like it. Best goal. One of the great goals of the season, Dalian Atkinson's run against Wimbledon. Atkinson. Chance to see his skill and pace. Saunders outside him. Atkinson going through on his own. Saunders to his right, tries a chip. And that's a superb individual goal by Dalian Atkinson. That's a goal fit to win any match. And he salutes the crowd as well he may. 
Skill of the highest order by Damian Atkinson, who rode a succession of tackles, spotted the keeper off his line, and then a superbly executed chip. A world-class finish. A, it is a wonderful goal. A solo goal where you dribble from your own half. Has so many... So Beckham's goal, one hit, is either good or bad. A solo dribble from your own half has so many opportunities to go wrong. Yeah. There's like there's like 20 decisions made and he gets every single one right and then he chips the keeper beautifully at the end. And the best of all, it's at Selhurst Park. They're away and it looks awful. <laughs> it, like half of one of the stands isn't even empty. active. It's yeah. so good. It's so early 90s. It's so early Premier League. It's so kind of rough and tumble. Yeah, I love it. I love- That's what I love about it. He's got the, is it like Mitre Copiers, like the, the sponsor on the shirt? Like yeah. the shirt's a big oversized, like it's poorly cut on the sleeves. And when he turns to the crowd, he does this sort of, are you not entertained, gladiator <laughs> style. Like, Do you know what's cool. overrated? George Weyer's run against Verona or whoever it was against. Yeah. Where, lucky uh, bubbles. Couple yeah, of lucky he just bubbles. gets lucky. Dalian Atkinson doesn't get lucky at all. Yeah. Like he takes on people and he beats them. Can I just pick up on something that was said a minute, a minute ago? That loving team goals. I feel like when people say, oh, my favourite kind of goal is like a team goal where everyone passes each other, it's such a cop out. And I don't believe people could actually think that. Why not? Your boa banging it in off the yeah. crossbar is the goal you want. The team goal is like. No, but he the- did something before the long shot. The one I don't like is it just bobbles around and then someone swings their foot in it. <laughs> And it goes in the top corner from 30 yards. There's no what's going to happen next. It's just like, oh, whack, that's in. Yeah. But like, like in a goal, like a 30-yard strike that goes, that's like, that's big rock. And I feel like when people go, I like a team guy, it's like, I like this little nerdy band that you've never heard exactly. of who were signed to an independent level, well, but they don't actually like them. They think it makes them interesting. I, I think if a team guy is scored by your team, then you love it. Watching Arsenal, watching Man City, that put, put thirty Ramsey or forty passes. Mm. Yeah, but there were some nice flourishes in that Ramsey, like the one-touch passes. Mm. That's different than like dominating possession, and then a player tapping it in. Yeah. I think if it's your team, you're like, yeah, look how fucking good we are. Whereas if it's not your team, I want to see a your boa thunder bastard. I want to see him break, especially when the crossbars and the posts were hollow, and it made that completely different noise. That's yeah. what a dink noise as it went so in. So what, what are you going for for your best? Uh, so my favourite or best goal is uh, Ryan Giggs against Arsenal semi-final of the FA Cup in 99. That's your best? It's my best but it's I sort of agree with Josh with, worst. with the lucky the lucky dribble because Giggs gets lucky a couple of times when he's with Keown and Danny Dixon. Bear. <laughs> but uh, for me a great goal the most important thing is context. I hate it when you see the Puskas Award and it's like, you know, Zidane, Bale. And then it's some guy in the Scottish third division who scored like an insanely good goal where there was zero stake involved. Like Maradona's goal is the best goal of all time because it was in the World Cup. Like the stakes yeah, were yeah. so high. I don't care if someone scores a similar goal and it's like a mid-table battle in the Premier League. Like context is key. Yeah, and that's I- why I went with Wimbledon versus Aston Villa. <laughs> <laughs> but we Arsenal were all over us that game. Uh, they just missed that penalty like minutes earlier. Giggs picks the ball up, skins half their team, scores that goal. That without that goal, we don't win the treble that season. That gave us the momentum to then go on, beat Arsenal by a point in the league, and then come back against uh, Bayern Munich yeah. in the final. Of the Champions I would change my worst goal to that. <laughs> Giggs, great run here by Ryan Giggs. Oh, what a goal! Would you believe it? Ryan Giggs could have taken Manchester United to Wembley. Only ten men. 
And just as he did a week ago against Juventus, Giggs strikes after 109 minutes of football. What a run by Giggs. It's one of the goals of his career. Uh, and then my worst goal is Trevor Sinclair and his bicycle kick against Barnsley. The delivery over. Sinclair! What a goal! It's the sort of finish that we'll be seeing replays of 10, maybe 20 years in the future. Similar to Josh, his aversion to long-range shots, I think bicycle kicks are just a chances goal. Like, you, you don't have the control over where that ball's going to go to take any credit for it. It's, it's purely speculative. Yeah. So I'm, not, I'm never impressed. I wasn't impressed by Rooney's one. I'm not impressed by Sinclair. I don't want, I don't want any of it. There's, there's skill in a volley. I think Zidane's goal in the Champions League final was the best volley of all time because it's got context and technique. Sinclair just flips himself in the air and hits it and yeah, goes in the top corner and yeah, it looks good. <laughs> and it and it, and it and it shouldn't have won goal of the season and it beat Beckham's goal to goal of the season. Oh, well, well. that's it's much better than Beckham's goal. Absolutely. I can't believe you're saying this given that just a few hours ago you were talking about scoring from 40 yards on Sabutio. Your description I, of it is very much a fluke. I tell you what, if you'd seen my goal in Sabutio, if, if match of the day had seen my Sabutio goal, it would have won goal of the season. <laughs> Right, there you go. A lot to choose from. Here's a reminder of our best goals. I've gone for Beckham versus Wimbledon. Josh? Dalian Atkinson versus Wimbledon. Michael? Uh, Ryan Giggs against Arsenal. And then worst goals, I've gone for Shearer against Germany, Euro 96. Uh, I'm going for Beckham against Wimbledon. And I'm going for the dreadful Trevor Sinclair overhead kick against Barnsley. Get voting on Twitter and feel free to add your own on the comments below this episode. Now, it just remains for the quiz. So, Chris is 4-1 up in quiz results so far. Unbelievable. Okay, so time for the quiz. 90s football-based quiz that plays out at the end of each show. Josh and Chris against each other for the chance to pick which song is played out. Okay, so earlier in the week, you remember we did a uh, Tonka Sports Stars-based quiz where I listed the players from each club that might have been given a figure and Chris and Josh had to guess who was selected. So we're going to return to that, but with a little international flourish. Okay, so there were a number of international stars that uh, Tonka rolled out. I'm going to give you the name of the country and I want you to select which player you think had been picked. Okay. okay. I'm going to go down from the top of the list of international stars. I'm going to give you the country. Yeah. You take it in turns. You'll give me a player. So, Josh, you're going to go first. International stars, there was one Argentinian player. Who do you think it was? I mean... If it's not, I'm in serious trouble. Diego Maradona? Correct. The next one is a Dutch player, but there were a total of five Dutch players on the list. So you have a one in five chance at this stage. Um, Ronald Koeman? Correct. Josh, you're next. The next player was also a Dutch player. Who do you think it was? Ambassador? Correct. Chris, the next player on the list was a West German. Uh, Klinsmann? Incorrect. 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 It was... Imagine losing two lives on your (laughs) (laughs) car. The correct answer. Well, I think I know. Go ahead. Because I think I had it. Was it Buchwald? It wasn't, no. It was 
Andreas Bremer, but Buchwald was in in the list. He was further oh, down. Okay. So I think technically that's a win for Josh. Yeah. Brings it back to four two. Four two. And what song would you like to play at the end of the show? Well, we've been talking about goal of the month. It's got to be Life of Riley by the Lightning Seeds. Oh, Wonderful bit of music. So that's it. We'll be back next episode for another subject that we can't believe we haven't covered yet. Get in touch with the show. Hello at quicklykevin.com and also on all the usual social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Until then, Stuart Slater. See you later. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.